Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How are you? I'm good. Just uh, dealing with a little bit of technical difficulties. I shouldn't say technical difficulties. Working out the kinks. Mm -hmm. uh, got some even more studio equipment. <laughs> even um, more. I, I actually built a computer to do some things, and then went to we were doing the live stream, and some things weren't quite working on it. So I had to put the old computer back into the, the thing. So we're running it off the old computer. Either way. That's a lot of technical jargon. It's a lot of technical jargon for... Um, it was a lot of effort to get this thing to work at this point. But it'll work. It's just working out the cobwebs and Well, question. Computers. Why did you build a new computer? Uh, well, it's multifaceted. So one of which is we've been running this. This is the studio computer we have just in the office for the studio is the Mac Mini, which I like. So... I like Macs, operating system mostly. I do get very annoyed with their limitations, one of which being there's only two USB ports on a Mac Mini, and the new laptops, there's actually none. And that's been quite limiting. And then Jamie and I, Jamie was like, I thought about wanting to play this game, and Jamie's like, I really want to play like Hogwarts Legacy. And I was like, I kind of do too, but I'm not paying 500 bucks to get a PS5, because I don't play video games much. Right. Nor do you. And PS5s are expensive. They're very expensive. And they're only, mm -hmm. they only play video games. Whereas I was like, well, so I talked to my buddy who knows a lot about like computers. So we basically like put together a computer because I've built a few before. So I built a computer that does both the live streaming side of things that will actually help 
and make this much easier because it has plenty of USB ports. It's quick. It's fast. But you can also play games on. So uh, two birds, one stone. It ends up being the exact same price at the end. So this is a, a little bit more versatile thing eventually once it gets set up. But So I haven't gotten to play Hogwarts Legacy, but you have a little bit. And what do you think? It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Is it's, it like the Sims? Like, like no, creating no, 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 a no. life? No? It's like, uh, like Grand Theft Auto, but you're in the, the whole world. Like you, you can roam around the castle. You can go to Hogsmeade. You can. Um, Is there like a story? Is there? A, yeah, yeah. Something there's to a story solve? for okay. sure. Yeah, it, I mean, basically, it's like an open world game that you used to. You've got your main quest, and you got side quests you can do and things like that. But you can literally roam around uh, Hogwarts, and like, there's little nooks and crannies and things to it, but. It's cool. I haven't got to play a ton of it, but it's a lot of fun. But cool. So done. I, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, we've we've so that that'll get it's the kinks worked out, and then we did actually get to go see a movie. We did. We went and saw Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we're going to do a full review. We're not going to spoil anything. But what did what did you think of Ant Man? Um, I it was okay. Um, it was not my favorite Marvel movie. Um, there's a lot of things that confuse me a little bit, and I've I've said this before. If you listen to any of the other podcasts where we talk about Marvel movies and like the direction it was going. I am not a fan of the multiverse stuff. I hate it so much. Um, so this was, this was a lot of that basically. And then the, you know, obviously the, the movie takes place in the quantum realm, which also confuses me. Um, so this movie really wasn't my favorite just for those reasons I said, and a couple more, which I won't say because they're spoilers. Um, but um, you know, it it kind of it kind of advances you know the story along, and but yeah. So what what did you think? Uh, I was not a fan of the movie. Uh, I ha- I'm much harsher on it than Jamie is. Um, I also multiverse starts getting very repetitive. Is a good way to put that. Um, I I enjoyed the first two Ant Man's for what they were, which is they're fun you know, kind of quirky, like they don't take themselves too serious. You know, it's a guy that can shrink into the size of an ant and, and grow big. Like, you know, you're suspending disbelief. I'm like, okay. Um, this one, so the, the things that made the first two good were like part of it was the comedy. So part of it was because it was an ensemble team. So you had like Michael Pena, which is the guy that talks really fast. Um, and his whole crew there of like the ex-cons mm-hmm. that have that whole thing. You've got his ex-wife, his daughter, and then the the his ex-wife's husband who ends up liking him. And then the, in the, uh, Ant-Man 2, you had that whole crew of guys, um, you know, the guy that was from Justified. I can't remember his name. He was in it. I, I like that mm-hmm. whole aspect to it. This one, there's none of those people. You're right. It literally is Paul Rudd. It's his daughter, recast. Uh, it is <laughs> Janet Van Dyne. It is Hank Pym. And then it is Hope. And that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it didn't have the the charm and the, in my opinion, I guess you would call it the heart that the other ones had. So I think it was definitely lacking in that. It wasn't really, it didn't even have a whole lot of Paul Rudd being like, uh, you know, how we've come to enjoy him of kind of, he's almost like a, a, a version of Ryan Reynolds where he's always the same character in all his movies. Like he's charming. He's got that sense to him. There was there was some of that with him in this, but not near as much as, as you may have think going into mm-hmm. it. Um, I didn't care for... I thought the story was odd. I, I think there was a lot of plot holes in it. 
uh, and it tried to kind of be way too serious. So to me, I didn't enjoy it. I, I don't really care for uh, Kang is okay in terms of a villain, not, not the actor. Jonathan Majors was fine as Kang, but the character of Kang himself, I don't think is that big of a bad, um, at least in the comics. So that's just me. So okay, anyways, we still got to have a date night, which was nice. We still got to have a date night. It yeah. was, it was very nice to have, um, but it was nice. It was, it was nice, nice to get out and yeah. go to the movie. So, it was indeed. Uh, but all right, so we do have some Disney news to talk about today. Some pretty, some things that I think are interesting that I think we have uh, some opinions on. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to talk about uh, our experience. Well, mostly Jamie experiences over. We were at Disney uh, with Jamie's family last week. Of we got to do Bibbidi Bobby Boutique with mm-hmm. our daughter, mm-hmm. and then also uh, Acker Shoes. Yeah. So get to those two things in which we will talk about at length and uh, after the news. So, but before we get to the news, we just want to remind everybody that if you want even more content, uh, if you want to, you know, be part of a cool club, you should join Club Thirty Two, and that's where we have kind of make a deal where you join there. It helps us continue to do what we do here, grow the network, you know, upgrade equipment, uh, continue to, you know, keep the lights on in this operation, and in return, we give you additional content like Cool Kids Kitchen. Uh, Club 32 show, Club 32 speakeasy. We have a private podcast feed. There is uh, music loops on there. There's 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. It's a private Facebook group. Uh, there will be, they're going to be, we're going to be adding some things into Club 32 here very shortly. We're actually working out the, the final details of that. Um, so there'll be plenty more things to come as well. And if you do a yearly membership, you get a free T-shirt. And if you want to do monthly, you can even do a free trial to try that out as well. So if you want to go in there, you can go to ctmvip.com and you do monthly or yearly options like we mentioned. We also do live streams. We're in the parks. Uh, and, you know, we're going to start doing a lot more like, behind-the-scenes stuff, especially when we're doing the more vlogs and things like that. So be a lot more stuff coming. So again, ctmvip.com. And again, it's monthly or yearly options. And if you want to join there, we would love to have you. So... All right. Well, let's get to the news. Uh, the first one we have here is that reservations for Roundup Rodeo Barbecue are now available. Yes. And you think, oh, that's not really significant news, but it is kind of. So they went live on, was it Tuesday? Yes, it was Tuesday when the reservations were available. And as it tends to happen with Disney, the IT system they they have it was it was it was glitchy and then it didn't work for a few hours. So I was up at like five thirty. That sounds try, so crazy. Trying to get a reservation and they didn't end up releasing them for the day I was looking for until nine a.m. So that was a really it was really early morning and it was kind of frustrating. Um, but we did get a reservation for the 24th, March. Um, so it's the day after the opening day of the restaurant. Um, however, I am not sure that we're actually going to be eating there. And I do want to talk about why. So they did release the menu. Um, when did they release the menu? It was, it was like maybe a week or two ago. It, was, it wasn't that long ago. And uh, I was like, oh, that looks that looks decent if they can do, you know, because it's all barbecue. Like, if they can do barbecue, that's going to be great. Like, another barbecue place. I like barbecue um, if it's done well. So, when they released the reservations, they also released the pricing. And the pricing is kind of, um, well, it's kind of high. Um, this is not a character meal. This is a prefix menu. 
and it is again all barbecue and it's obviously it's table service but it's 45 dollars per adult and 25 per child um i feel like for if it was like an all-you-can-eat option and we kind of talked about this in the club 32 um live that we did before the episode um if they did like a an all-you-can-eat buffet even a non-character i could see maybe 45 being justified but this is like pre-fixed um so you don't have a lot of choice i mean like you, you can choose like one entree but you're not like sampling everything you know i don't know i don't know yet I, I don't know how i feel about it it's just a lot of money to spend on this kind of experience like what do you think well you're being very nice at 45 dollars. that's insane i'm yeah. sorry that is crazy I if this was a character meal, I really wouldn't bat an eye at it because this is kind of typical pricing you see for something like that. No characters. I, I'm very, very hesitant on if this is going to be good barbecue because good barbecue mm-hmm. is hard to do at a mass scale, especially in theme parks. Mm-hmm. I think it's a win if it's even close to Regal Eagle, which is one of my favorite places to eat at Disney. But if you're going to say it's Regal Eagle quality at $45 per person, that's insane. Like, wow. it, I just think the pricing is, that's crazy. And to the point where, like, we're not going to take our kids because it's $25 per kid with no characters. So our daughter won't eat anything right. that's in there. Right. Our son will eat some. But you're talking pricing, again, that is, you're normal to see that for characters and there's just no characters. Like, I just, this is great. I, I just think, it, I, I saw that and I just couldn't, almost couldn't believe it. I was like, that better be some really good barbecue. And even so, yeah. at $45, yeah. And I, uh, I think it was David in Club 32 said, the problem is you have Bucky's as it's too close by where you can go get pretty good barbecue for cheap. I mean, you can go to barbecue joints that are really good in a lot of places that are not going to cost you $45. You right. might pay $45 for an entire meal. Listen, I get it that, you know, it's supposed to be like heavily themed and it's it's very like, it's Disney, obviously you're going to pay more. Um, but for us, you know, it's not going to be a, we take all like all four of us to eat there. Um, this would no. be like, like w- maybe like one or two of us just to try it out. Um, because again, without the character aspect, like our kids probably won't enjoy it that much. Our daughter won't eat anything. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if we actually get to do it, but you know, th- yeah, that, uh, that, the price we'll, we'll see. We'll see. The thing is, and you were saying this, if they end up adding characters, you know, they're going to raise that price. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you just don't have the, like why don't you just have the characters in there? I don't really think that this is that big of a deal to do. And the thing I'm looking at is saying how many families and people are going to get reservations for this thinking, oh, this is a character meal. Because it I mean some might. It looks like a character meal. The theming of the restaurant, the location of the restaurant. Like it has all the aspects, the pricing of the restaurant. <laughs> people are going to look at it and go, oh, that's a character meal. How many people are going to get in there and go, where are the characters? And be like, oh, there are no characters. Yeah. You're not going to get out of here with two people under a hundred bucks. That's crazy for barbecue. I don't <laughs> care how good it is. Yeah. That's nuts. Now, if you're telling me this is California Grill, okay, that's more of a dining experience. And we've done that. And it was like a $100 meal, but that was one of the best steaks I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, you can get world-class barbecue for much less than $100 for two people. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, Why don't you just have a regular restaurant menu and you choose it? And then that's one thing. But to make it like the, the way they're pricing it, the way they're doing it, they're pricing it as if it's an experience. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't yeah. believe it's going to be that. So well, we don't know yet. It we might. don't. We will wait We're and see. Making if I'm, a lot of assumptions. Hey, sir. If I'm proven wrong, but again, at that price point, that barbecue better be like, I better pass out at how good that is. Okay. Like it hits your lips and you're just like, oh my gosh. And then you just, you just slunk into your chair and take a nap real quick type of barbecue. <laughs> anyway, we have the reservation, may not do it. Not sure, but you know, it was difficult to get it. And I know a lot of people were upset. They may not have gotten a spot, but just to use one of those reservation finders and they'll probably get one for you. So this is true. Okay, so. let's move on. Uh, the next story we have is Genie Plus has sold out this past week for the first time. Yes. So it actually sold out on Sunday and Monday. And they announced, I think it was back in the summer, last summer, that it is possible for Genie Plus to sell out. Before it wasn't. When it rolled out in October 2021, they said that it wasn't ever going to sell out. Well, they did have to put limitations on it because you have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have to. So many people were buying it. So anyway, it sold out. Um, the price per person got up to $29 um, on the busiest days. I think Saturday was 29 as well. Um, but Sunday and Monday sold out. And it's honestly, it's like the perfect storm in February. So you have a combination of Mardi Gras. So everybody that's in like... New Orleans just is going to come to Disney. <laughs> You've got winter break that's happening in like the Northeast and certain parts of the country. You've got President's Day weekend. And then you even have some coming early for the Princess Half Marathon that's happening this weekend. So there's a lot of vacationers, a lot of school break stuff. There's a lot of holiday stuff. So it, it was it was insanely busy this past weekend and Monday. So yes. Um, in the future, if you're thinking about coming in February, come on the, the, the first half of February if you want lower crowds because it's just it's just so hot. And it's so hot. This week is going to be like in the high 80s, like all week and into next week. It's well, insane. Sometimes it's insane. the weather's a little bit of a crapshoot in this time of year. In Florida, True, right? but I think the last like couple of years, whenever they've had Princess Half Marathon, that weekend is always hot. It's always hot. Anyway... Um, there's so many people now. running all together. That's not the reason. I think that's Jared. the whole. I think that's the whole thing. So <laughs> anyway, so um, just just it it, ha- it can sell out and it has sold out. So if you're going on a really really busy day, it, it might sell out for you. I don't know. So yes. All right. Well, there we go. All right. The next story we have is Disney After Hours adds Epcot and Typhoon H2O Glow Nights this spring and summer. And there are dates and pricing details that we have. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they added Epcot. So, uh, currently, you can do Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios after hours. But they added Epcot to that lineup. And then they also added the Typhoon Lagoon Glow Nights that are happening this summer. Uh, the I think they start in June for Typhoon Lagoon. And they start in May for Epcot. And the prices range from 75 to 149 for uh, for Epcot, and I believe it starts at like forty nine dollars. I think if you're an AP um, for the Typhoon Lagoon Glow Nights, so check your check dates and pricing um, if you want to attend those. But um, would you ever want to do it after hours again? Not at Epcot. Okay, that was my question too. I like don't... Epcot's an interesting one. That's the park that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Is doing Epcot now? Magic Kingdom is the one I think that 
makes the most sense. There's so many rides. I never thought Animal Kingdom made a lot of sense either. There's only very few rides in there to begin with. Yeah. Okay. So here's the problem with Animal Kingdom and um, Epcot. The headliner attractions for Epcot are on complete opposite sides of the park. So like if you're doing Galaxy's Ed, or I'm sorry, Galaxy's, Guardians of the Galaxy, and let's say you do it like three times or however many times you can do it, and then you want to do Ratatouille, like you're going to have to walk like almost a mile. Mm-hmm. Is it almost a mile? It's Half a, long, a mile? It's a I don't know what long. it is. I've got a big park. Yeah, to get to Ratatouille. And then like there's nothing near Ratatouille like ride-wise. So you have to go back to you know the, the neighborhood, the world celebration, neighborhood nature, all that area to do all the rides. And so I don't know. Yeah. I'm not into the Epcot one. I wouldn't do that one. Um, but I would do magic kingdom and I'd probably do Hollywood studios. Hollywood studios would be one to be worth it. I mean, not yeah. that Epcot would, I mean, Epcot does have rides you want to do, but it's so spaced out. I just don't know how, I don't know how the pace of that would go over three hours, but mm-hmm. not one that I would probably just be jumping at the bit to do. Now would do Typhoon Lagoon, the glow nights. I would do that one. I think that would be a lot of fun. They have like dance party stuff and, Special treats and... I do love a dance party. It's my, probably my top 10 th- favorite things to do. You're hilarious. Rave dance parties. Rave no, dance the H2O Glow Nights do... They do look like... I would much more likely do that versus uh, an Epcot after hours, but that's just me personally. Right, right. Okay, so. well, there you go. That's after more after hours are coming. Well, there we go. Uh, and the last one we have is that Narcoozies is reopening on April 1st. Mm-hmm. And you can make reservations starting March 1st. And they did release the new menu and um, everything looks pretty good. Um, question. It's a fan. It's a fancy place, Jared. Mm-hmm. Do you have any do you have any desire to try Narcoozies? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I know I've, everyone said it's really good. It's really good. I mean, you could get forty five dollars for barbecue at, at Roundup. Rodeo barbecue, or you could spend forty five dollars on like a good dish at Narcuzzi. So that's the thing. If you're gonna, that's the good way to break it down. I mm-hmm. would much rather go spend more money at Narcuzzi's mm-hmm. than spending forty five dollars at Woody's barbecue. I one hundred percent agree with you. Again, and not to not to harp on the point again, but when you're talking like Narcuzzi's has a whole whole different types of food. They've got yeah. steak and all sorts of things. When you, like barbecue is. <laughs> generally really harping on the barbecue but it's not that expensive of a thing like you can go get sure. really good barbecue like i there's three places i think at the top of my head i could go get a whole thing of brisket for less than 40 dollars. right like that's it's just crazy to me to think like 45 dollars for barbecue and, and think that it would be worth it the only way that makes it worth it is if it is with character dining okay but so, i would be much more so if you compare it to that you'd be uh you'd have a better chance for me to want to do it versus just plus if you go at the right time and you sit in the right place at the restaurant you may be able to get a view of the castle that's what she said that didn't make any sense i didn't want to use it <laughs> but yeah, okay true like what true um so yeah lots of pluses there but um i'll see if i can get a reservation for march 1st well, let's just chill out a little bit. Here. Okay. Well, so. it's happening. Um, anyway, that's that's it for the news. Yes, uh, we do have a rumor. Um, it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a spicy. Is it a spicy rumor? Spicy. Oh, do we have a rumor music? No. I don't know if we had like a. Well, we have like a. Well, that. 
That's Isn't that my... That's um, just a heart. No, that's not your... That's, that's not, not my poll time? No, it's not your poll time. I forgot my poll time. Jeez, Louise. It's uh, been a while. <laughs> yeah. The rumor is uh, a Maribel meet and greet is perhaps coming to Magic Kingdom, and she would go into the spot where Mirada is now, and this would debut in the fall. Yeah, apparently they've been working on this for a while. Again, this is all rumors, but I think that would be a great place for Mirabel because right now you've got the whole setup of Merida and, and Brave, and it's a big area. So they could change it into like Casita mm-hmm. and like all the colors and stuff. I think it's a great idea. I think it, I think Mirabel would be more popular than mm-hmm. Merida. I think we're going to see a line Mar- going from there all the way to the hub. See, that's the thing. The line <laughs> there could get kind of crazy. Sure. The only spot about that, but yeah. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't be, that rumor wouldn't surprise me if it came true. Yeah. But the thing is, if you had a line that goes from, where that meet and greet is all the way to the hub, there's room for it. True. You know what I mean? It's a big walkway. There's really nothing there except for people taking pictures, you know? True. So anyway, I hope that happens. Yes. I hope that happens. We shall see. Yep. All right. Well, that's all the news and rumors that we have yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do have a poll time. Poll time. See, that's the poll time. I do like it. Uh, This week's poll time is continuing on the favorite lands edition. And this week I asked the members of the Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, what is your favorite land in Animal Kingdom? 48% said Africa. And that's like Festival of the Lion King, Kilimanjaro Safaris, etc. 31% said Pandora, Flight of Passage, Navi River Journey. Um, 15% said Asia. Expedition Everest, Cali River Rapids. Uh, let's see. And 6% said Discovery Island, which is like Tree of Life and everything that's around that little area. Um, there are no votes for uh, Dinoland, no votes for Rafiki's Planet Watch, and no votes for Oasis, which Oasis is the, the front of the park. They just walk through to get to the, the good stuff. True. So any of that surprise you? <laughs> Uh, no, Pandora, I would agree with. You like Pandora more than Africa or Asia? I mean, it's not any secret. If you listen to the show for a very long period of time, Animal Kingdom, I don't hate Animal Kingdom. It's just not my favorite park. Right. Uh, and in the, in that land, Pandora to me is very well themed. I like Pandora a lot. Um, yeah, I would agree with, I mean, it's definitely not, uh, you know, Dino Land. Well, and it has one of the best rides in, at Disney World. It does. Flight of Passage. Which, by the way, we wrote Flight of Passage when we were there. And I think we waited, what, 45 minutes? It was post of 50. We only waited like 35. It was kind of crazy. It was really low. Yeah. Um, and that was like the middle of the day. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. Because the wait time got under 60 minutes. And we were just like, well, I guess. Yeah. So. But that was like the calm before the right. crazy crowds came in. So I, I'm sure that's it. That's very true. Um, but anyway, thank you everybody for participating in the poll this week. I will have a new one next week. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, if you want to be part of the next poll time, you can join the Captain Magic Facebook community and you can also follow us on Instagram because Jamie posts those polls in the stories there as well. So either way, you can get, get them in there. Or it's at Captain Magic at Instagram. So... We're thrilled to announce the release of our latest shirt design celebrating the return of Happily Ever After. 
If you're like us, you've been eagerly anticipating the return of the best fireworks show Magic Kingdom has ever seen. And what's a better way to celebrate than with our exclusive Happily Ever After comeback tour shirt? Yes, and all Capture the Magic apparel shirts are some of the softest shirts you'll ever wear and hand-printed by us in our studio, ensuring they'll look great wash after wash for years to come. Plus, our shirts come in a variety of sizes, so the whole family can join in on the fun. Indeed. So don't miss out on your chance to commemorate the return of Happily Ever After with this exclusive shirt release. So head to ctmshirts.com to check out our full collection and place your order today. All right. What we're going to talk about, first we're going to talk about Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And for those that don't know what this is, what is Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? It is. It's basically like a, I would just call it like a princess makeover. You get dress you get hair you get nails you get the whole shebang done to look like your favorite princess that they have in stock yes yeah <laughs> it's basically what it is and this uh, this returned back in august after being gone since uh they closed for the pandemic um so it was very it's very exciting to be able to do it again when we moved here in 2020 our daughter was like three and a half and i knew i didn't want to do it super early and like super young because I, I wanted her to kind of remember the whole process. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to wait, you know, maybe like a year and then we'll do it. Well, then it closed in March of 2020 and then it didn't reopen until August and she was six. So this has kind of been our, our first opportunity to do it. And I was like, absolutely. Her niece is turning five um, last week. So her cousin, you mean? Sorry, my niece. That's right. My niece, her cousin, uh, turned five. So this was a big birthday celebration. I was and say, whose sibling of hers had a child? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but she was turning five, and it was a big birthday celebration that uh, that our daughter got to got to partake in as well. So yes. So uh, I guess we can walk through the details here. So the okay. appointment was like like what eight ten. It was very early in the morning. So at, it's at Magic Kingdom. So our appointments were at eight ten and eight fifteen. And there were four girls doing it, and you can only make an appointment for two children per appointment. So uh, my sister made the appointments, and she just made uh, basically put two people under each appointment. And when we got there is when they took the names of the actual kids that were doing it. Um, and if you go early for this kind of thing, just FYI, when you go into the park, there you know they let you in up into the hub. Uh, for anybody and then early entry starts at 8 30 especially for the days that the park was at nine they let you in for early entry into the tomorrowland area like side over there but if you have breakfast reservations they will direct you to go to adventureland side where there's a person that will scan your magic band check that you have a reservation and then direct you to the left side of the castle kind of by sleepy hollow and go behind the castle that way um so that's exactly what we did and uh, we got there and uh, we went in and checked in and they asked the little girls what they want to be called. Um, they either can be called princess or queen or something of their choosing. And I think they all chose princess. And so um, so we had to go. So we did that. We checked in and they gave us a little book that had all of the options of pricing, all the dresses, what they look like, what they could choose from. None of the girls really knew yet what they wanted to do. They wanted to actually see the dresses in person. I was like, okay. so. They, but you could, if you wanted to, you could bring your own dress, right? That is part of one of the packages. Okay. 
Yes, you can definitely bring your bring Because I know dress. people have asked about that before. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're totally accommodating to that. So if you don't want to buy the dress, that is totally up to you. Um, so uh, so we get, went into the other room with all of the, the dresses. And they're each divided into princess sections. And depending on what package you get, you have a little bit fancier dresses for the more higher price packages. And, you know, not as fancy, but still really pretty dresses for like the lower price packages. All right. Yeah. And those, so those packages, there, there's a few here. So it starts out with the carriage package. And it starts at $99.95. This is hairstyling, shimmering makeup, and face gym. What's a face gym? Little stickers oh, you put on your face. Okay. Princess sash and cinch sack, nail polish and Bibbidi Bobby boutique t shirts. Then you have the castle package, and this starts at $199.95. This is hairstyling, shimmering makeup and face gym, princess sash and cinch sack, nail polish, Disney princess gown of your choice. Shoes are not included, and additional coordinating accessories. Then there is the deluxe castle package. This is $229.95. It has everything included above, uh, plus it says uh, de- the deluxe de- deluxe gown of your choice selected mm-hmm. from a limited number of Disney princesses. Shoes also not included. Mm-hmm. And coordinating box accessory set. And then there is the Encanto package. Which is new. So yeah, it's hairst- I don't have pricing on this. So hairstyling, shimmering, makeup with face gym, uh, Mirabelle or Isabella gown. And then you have the coordinating accessories as well. And I left that off. I'm sorry. It's $179 for that one. Okay. So if you bring your own um, dress, it's basically 100 bucks. Yes. Yes. And um, I'll go through exactly what they do when we get to the, the styling part. But yeah, that's basically the breakdown of the packages. And I believe everybody got the castle package, which is the 199 one. And that's the hairstyling, the, the makeup, the face gems, the sash, the sack, nail polish, um, and the, the gown of your choice. And then the coordinating accessories was the, um, to get a wand that goes with it. Um, and if you wanted to, to get more like earrings or, or a TR or whatever, that was extra. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we all got the castle package. So once all the girls chose their princesses, which we had, we had Cinderella was my niece. We had, um, Belle was another, was one of her cousins, my niece's cousin on the other side, another cousin that was Moana. And then, um, our daughter princess was Aurora. And so we went into a different room. It's a different room to like get, basically get changed into. And, um, they talked about their hair, like what they want to do with their hair. We looked at a book of all different hairstyles. The fairy godmothers were going through like exactly what they thought would look good with, with each girl and, and what they were looking for. Um, and then we we're in there and they, they turned this, I guess it's like a little button, but they tell the girls to look in the mirror and the fairy godmother from Cinderella pops up and she tells them this little message about, you know, uh, Cinderella and being like gussied up and before midnight, all this stuff. It was very cute and the girls loved it. Um, so after that, so they got dressed, got their stuff on, and then we um, took them out into the middle part and we waited. Now, this is where the, it was kind of weird. They made us wait about 25 minutes, which isn't a big deal, but we had Cinderella's Royal Table right after that. So we're like, okay, we're definitely going to be late to breakfast. Which was kind of unfortunate. So they had you wait. What were you waiting on? So because we were a group of four all together, which doesn't happen often. I, usually it's one or two together. We had four. 
Um, they were waiting for us to all sit next to each other or together Uh-oh. when they were in the styling chairs and everything. So we didn't really know that's exactly what they were doing. They just said that your, your chairs will be ready in a second. So we had about 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, by the time we got over there, it was like 20 minutes until breakfast. So we kind of had to hurry, but they take you over into the castle, which the Bibbidi Bobbidi area that we were in is right next to Philhar Magic, Mickey's Philhar Magic. And the actual styling of the hair and the makeup and everything is in the actual castle. Okay. So it's like right next to the door where the castle suite goes up to, if you know where that is. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's like right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so that you take you into the castle and you walk in and it's like, I don't even know, 25, 20 chairs, 25 little sections of uh, fairy godmothers with their princesses or with the girls um, being styled, doing their hair, doing their makeup, everything. And they took us in the back and we had our own, like, basically like semi-private room. It had like couches. It had like a bunch of mirrors around it. And that's what was taking so long. That's cool though. It was really, really cool. Um, but you want to guess who was the most into it out of all four of them, who was the most into this whole process? I'm sure our daughter. Yes. Yeah. She was eating it up. She was talking to the very godmother and talking about how, you know, she loves Aurora. Like she's, you know, that she takes ballet and her dress looked really light pink. She looked like a ballerina and that's why she chose it and all this stuff anyway. So they do the hair and it's a process of like, our daughter's hair is really thin and she chose the bun. Like a lot of the, a lot of the most popular hairstyles involve the bun mm-hmm. and it's like really, really tight. And, um, this, they had like a braid, like a pink braid that goes around it and like a ribbon in the back. Um, they will put a, like a, like a, like a bun looks like a sponge almost into your hair to make it look a little thicker. Just FYI, if you're thinking of doing this and your daughter has thinner hair, you know, they will, they will do that. And it makes it look a little bigger. So, um, after they did all the girl's hair, did the makeup, did the nail polish, they kind of presented them to everybody like, this is princess, you know, and then said their name and, uh, they did the pixie dust thing with the little glitter all over them. And, uh, the girls were just like, they were just in heaven. They loved it. Well, it sounds very, yeah, figured they would. And the, the fairy godmothers were, they were into it. They were very, uh, they were very excited, which makes it the experience more special. So, mm-hmm. um, all in this process took, um, let's see, we got there at 10. We didn't get done until around nine 35. Okay. So it would have taken about an hour if we didn't have to wait to for the chairs. Right. So I would leave yourself like an hour and a half between like when you book it and when you book something else after just FYI. Um, but yeah, this is a really cute experience if you want to spend the money for it. Um, I would wait until your child is a little older. I, I mean, three, you could do it at three, but I mean, it's, it's, I would wait if it's only going to be like a one, once in a lifetime kind of thing. Just wait until they're like six, five, six, seven, and they can remember it. Um, I feel like there's a good age range there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not that they wouldn't appreciate it at a young age, but it's just, you know, Unless you do it again, they're really not going to remember it much. But it's a it's a very cute experience. I'm really glad. Now, don't they take pictures too? Photofast photographer, thank you. Photofast photographer is present uh, when you're doing the makeup and the hair and everything. So they take a ton of pictures 
all goes into your, my Disney experience. And some of them turned out really good, turned out really good. So, um, so yeah, um, they gave you a little cinch sack to send you on your way with everything they used. The, the eyeshadow, the, uh, the pixie dust, the comb, the nail polish, all of it gets sent home with the princess. Well, that's cool. So yeah. Um, they do have like a, you can do nights, like a night package for for like little boys if they want to do it or even little girls if they just want to be nights. I don't know. Um, but they have, they have all of it available. So they had just added the Encanto package. Um, I didn't see anybody doing that one, but I saw a lot of Cinderella's. Well, (laughs) very popular. Yeah. Yes. Um, here's a tip for you though. Make sure you bring pretty shoes. Um, they don't, I mean, they sell them, but they were kind of low on stock on a lot of the accessories. So they only had one or two pair of shoes in the whole place that would, would match, I guess. Um, they were low on the wands. There was no Aurora wand. So we had to choose, I think we went with um, Snow Whites or something. Anyway, it's not a big deal, but just, uh, just, just if you do it soon, just know that they might be out of stuff. So okay. anyway. Um, all in all, was it, all was in it all, good? Oh, it was so cute. It was so cute. I loved it. I mean, our daughter was super excited. Oh yeah, she she thought she was. I mean, she thought she was, she was big stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. So she looked. She gorgeous. got a lot of compliments she all throughout did. the day. Yeah. She looks so pretty, and she felt pretty. You know, she just felt like she's like carried herself a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, more confident. It was cute. Yeah, and she loves wearing. We don't let her do it much. She likes wearing a dress when she's in the parks. Oh yeah. She likes to dress up. So for her, that oh was, yeah. If yeah. we let her, she would wear a princess dress like every time. Yeah. So yeah, this was special. So I'm really glad we did it. All right. Well, good. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about Bibbidi Bobbidi? Gosh, I don't know. Um, I mean, we booked it at 60 days out. It's a hard one to get. So make sure you book it really as early as you can. Um, it, let's see. What else? Is there anything else that I mention? I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great. I can't. I, I'll be excited to see if it returns to Grand Floridian soon. That may be a different experience because it's just all like one place. But being in the castle doing that, that was really cool. Yeah. Really cool. So. Well, good. Yes. All right. Well, and the uh, next review we have is Acker Shoes. This is another one I was not here. So this is going to be very Jamie heavy uh, segment yet again because I, I just didn't experience this part. So uh, <laughs> over at Acker Shoes now, this is an Epcot. Mm-hmm. And that what is Acker Shoes for those that may not be aware? Acker Shoes is, well, it's located in the Norway Pavilion right next to Frozen Ever After. Um, I did eat here when I was a kid. Um, I don't remember exactly how I felt about it. Just that it was, it was, um, it was very much Norwegian food. And I just, I remember going like, this is okay, but not really being in love with it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a character meal back then. It was just a regular restaurant. Um, and, um, this is straight from the website. If you want to read that part. All right. Uh, Akershus is a bank, a banquet hall opens its doors for a feast in honor of the beloved storybook princesses. And you're invited. Uh, dine in medieval castle where you'll encounter a royal promenade of princess friends who can't wait to meet you. So again, (laughs) this is next to Frozen Ever After. Right. Right next to it, basically. And the food, yeah, like I said, the food is Norwegian inspired and served family style. Um, Which means it's all you can eat or all all you care to eat, supposedly. Yes. uh, $63 per adult, $41 
per child plus tax and gratuity. That is a pretty penny. Yes, but it's worth it. And I'll, I'll tell you one in a minute. Uh, so the reservation was for 545. Um, we had two reservations. One was for six people, one was for three, but we merged them into just one for seven people. So it turned out to be my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, my parents, myself, and our daughter, little princess. Um, so you check in at the podium that's right outside of the restaurant before they take you in. Now this can be so congested because the line for frozen ever after kind of goes right by the restaurant. So you may have a little bit of a time getting through over there to the podium, but it, it's, you know, just check in and, and then they'll call you when, when your table's ready. Um, so we walked in and there are two seating sections. So there's one to your left as you enter, which was smaller. And then the one straight back, the one straight back is the one where you sat on and it was a little bit of a bigger area. And the inside of this is very, it looks very authentic. Like it's it has like cathedral ceilings and it's very, um, it's very like other, I don't say otherworldly, but like very Norwegian ish. Like you feel like you're sit- sitting in a restaurant in Norway, which is, which is the, the point goal. Of it, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so our server was Josefina and she was earning her ears. She did a great job. She, she wasn't fully like a full-time employee just yet. She was still training. Um, but she did a she did a very good job, and she was from Norway, so from she said right outside of Oslo is where she was from. Very authentic. Um, and about two minutes after we sat down, we got our drink order, and the first princess came out, and that was Snow White. And lucky for us, all the princesses seemed to start in our section. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so we saw the princesses very quickly, um, one after the other, and we saw them all before we were, were even halfway done with our food. Which okay. is which is really cool. Um, at this this meet and greet or this um, this character meal, you're gonna see um, Snow White, and then we saw Aurora, who was our our princess was super excited to see her because you know she said she had been Aurora the mm-hmm. day before, and she was very excited about that. Then uh, we saw Belle, Jasmine, and then Milan. And they all come to our table. They sign autograph books. They talk to you. I mean, they they'll say their story or they'll they'll talk to you about stuff that's included in like their movies or you know what i mean like right. how they do in the meet and greets being character yeah they take pictures and it's yeah it's just a it's just better uh better interaction that you would get if you were doing like a meet and greet in the parks and uh i think her favorite was milan oh really she was first of all she was beautiful like she looked just just gorgeous and we could hear her the best because it was a really loud restaurant it was very mm-hmm. loud and she spoke the clearest and the loudest so we could definitely hear her the best and um she just i don't know she just kind of lit up the room when she was there it was it's hard to explain okay so um so we, we liked her the best and um yeah so that's the character stuff and the characters do rotate sometimes sometimes it won't be milan sometimes it'll be ariel um sometimes it's cinderella to be honest um it just depends on who's available so okay characters so how was the food portion yeah let's talk about the food so as jared said it's all you care to enjoy it's family style and um you get a basically okay you get a salad which has a lingonberry vinaigrette it just was like a vinaigrette salad like it really that one wasn't anything special which is fine um you get some lefse with cardamom cinnamon butter which is like a rolled up look like almost like a tortilla 
but it was like bread. You're supposed to like spread it on the bread. Um, that was weird <laughs> for lack of a better word. Okay. It didn't really taste that good. Um, it was almost like unleavened bread kind of. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't have a really good taste, but the cinnamon butter was good. Um, they had Norwegian meatballs. Those were excellent. The mashed potatoes with gravy was really good because they had some kind of like, it was like this jelly that went over it. It was so good. Um, that sounds weird. It was, Okay. I know it's kind of weird, but like it was, it was like a sweet um, raspberry. On principle, I will, I will say no. And I would okay. send it back. Just on principle. I <laughs> uh, send it back. It may be good, but just on principle, I, I couldn't allow it. Okay, Jared. Um, and then grilled salmon, which I didn't really care for, but I'm not a big salmon fan. Um, green beans. Green bean ones were good. For green beans, they were very good. Red cabbage. Not a fan of cabbage. Macaroni and cheese. And they had a chicken, chicken and dumplings, which was just kind of average chicken and dumplings, but it was good. And then they have corn dog nuggets. Very Norwegian. <laughs> Which I was like, okay, okay. Um, and this was the same thing that everybody got. They did not have like a kid's menu. Mm-hmm. So the kids and adults all ate all the same stuff. Kind of like they do at um, Ohana. Right. It's all the same stuff. Okay. Um, as you, you know, you'll hear this in the trip tales that comes out on Monday. But my sister really enjoyed the macaroni and cheese. And she said it was the best macaroni and cheese she had had on property that whole week. And that's saying something because she's a mac and cheese connoisseur. So <laughs> there you go. What did you say before? <laughs> if it's yellow and it's a carb, she likes it. If it's yellow or white and a carb, it's for, it's for my sis. Okay. That's right. Um, I would say the best thing was probably the meatballs um, and, the, and, the, and the mashed potatoes. And the corn dogs were really good. The corn dog nuggets were good. Did it feel very Norwegian? No, it did not. Um, this was a very, very toned down Norwegian inspired food. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most Norwegian part was probably the, gosh, I don't know. I mean, probably the meatballs, the meatballs just yeah. because of the sauce, maybe. Um, which is fine. I mean, it's it's whatever it is. It's, it is what it is. Um, but um, was it good though? It was. It was good. It was good. It wasn't like amazing. Is it worth sixty three dollars? So I would say I would say this restaurant is worth it because of the character interaction. Okay. Because of that and for the amount of food you got, because it was all you could eat, mm-hmm. like I would feel like that was worth it that way. Okay. Like that's just that's just my opinion. So it's probably, it's pretty subjective. Obviously, it's a sub- subjective, but a- absolutely, absolutely. And so you know, and the, oh, sorry, the princesses do like a little walk around as they <laughs> as the music goes on. They do that. They do that like at every restaurant, I think, for mm-hmm. the character meal. Um, but I don't know. It was just it was just lovely, and there was a lot of food. And and the food. I mean, like the only thing I didn't like was I didn't eat the cabbage and the the bread that you got at the beginning, which is kind of that. Everything else was okay. Maybe not the salmon, but everything else is good. Okay. So I don't know. It's hard to compare food sometimes with other restaurants, but I I liked it. Okay. It's not my favorite character meal. I'm not going to lie. It's not, but... I was going to say, where does it rank on character meals, though? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, Probably somewhere in the middle. I mean, there's five princesses, you know? It's true. It's true. And I don't... Is there, There's not another princess character meal right now. 
Yeah. So until, if you want to meet the princesses, this is the kind of the place to do it. I mean, it's until Cinderella's Royal Table starts back up with the princesses next week, yeah. this is it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that alone was was worth it. I'm kind of surprised they didn't have Anna and Elsa, though, given it's you right know. next to Frozen. <laughs> That's why they don't, because they have their own meet and greet, and it doesn't make sense for them to have a meet and greet and be in the restaurant. Well, I would say $63 per person might <laughs> make it so, but... Hey, you, they could always change it. I mean, like, yeah. they're just... I get con- just open. I get continuity. I'm just saying at the end of the day, you know. <laughs> uh, there was also a dessert, which was like a... It was like rice pudding with like strawberry thing on it. Oh, tapioca. Um, and I don't remember the other one, to be honest. And I, it obviously, it didn't make an impression on me. Apparently not. Um. But um, you could also order some specialty drinks, which we didn't order any drinks or anything. Um, but yeah, we were out in about an hour. Okay. It was so pretty, the kids had a good time? Great. Oh, the kids loved it. Um, our daughter had some mac and cheese. Well, I'm glad she, she ate did, something. She did something. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we really, we really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Would you have enjoyed it? I don't know. You would have gotten down on those meatballs, I'll tell you. We'll just, ha- I guess we'll just leave it to the imagination because we'll never know. <laughs> you but don't ever want to eat there? <laughs> do I ever want to eat there? I, I'm good not spending $62 per, for me to eat there. Gotcha. Personally. Okay. You know, I don't, I guess we'll leave it to the imagination whether or not I would enjoy it or not. Uh, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Thank you. Seems like a good time. I mean, princesses aren't my thing. Right. So right. It's definitely probably more for our daughter. It was a very princessy week. Yeah. That's for sure. That's <laughs> true. So, all right. Anything else you want to add about Akershus? I don't think so. Okay. No. What would you give it on a one to 10? Oh, um, given character dining, given like just in like the whole thing together. Um, However, you, if you want to separate it out, I mean, character versus meal. Uh, I mean, it sounds like the characters are probably better than the meal. Yeah. I'd say I would give it a seven six seven six or seven six seven okay six six seven six seven six point five how's that sound all right cool okay that's good all right there you go all <laughs> there right there you go all right well i think that will do it for the show um be sure to check us out on social media uh, we have uh, at Captain Magic on Instagram and everywhere else except for on TikTok. We're at Capture the Magic. And then we also have video versions of the show on YouTube. And we also have vlogs. So we just had the, the latest vlog get released on w- yesterday. And that was uh, us on the Universal Mardi Gras float, throwing the beads, watching the parade, and then also the trivia store. So if you want to see what that's like, you can check that out because we took... We took you guys along with us, and you can check it out there. So, And uh, we will have uh, a vlog on the Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. Next next week. In mm-hmm. Akershus or no? Uh, that won't be together. It'll be okay. separate, but yeah. Okay. So we'll have we'll have some stuff on those as well, so you can check those out, and those will be coming up in the next week or so. Yeah. And uh, if you want even more content, be sure to check out some of the other shows on the Capture Magic Network. We have the Capture Magic Universal show, where we talk about Universal Studios, and it's once a month. We also have Trip Tales which is Jamie's trip report show. And uh, the newest one there is going to be with your sister about this very trip. All this took place on. Yes. And mm-hmm. that, when's that coming out? Uh, it comes out on Monday. On Monday. All right. And you get early access to trip tales if you're in Club 32 as well. 
Mm-hmm. So on the private podcast feed there. Just saying. And then we also have Outside the Bubble, which is a show where we talk about things outside of the Disney World and Universal Studios a Bubble. And that is once a month. And uh, it's kind of, so we'll, we'll get something there. So basically, you know, people want to go to Central Florida, but they don't want to, um, you know, just go to the theme parks. We, we talk about other things you can do inside Florida, especially Orlando area and things like that. So, mm-hmm. and uh, all right. Well, I think that'll do it. So uh, thank you everybody for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. Bye.